0: The Making Sense of Life podcast number 41. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Sunil Raheja. I just want to start by saying thank you for giving me your time and attention as we explore what it means to make sense of life in an increasingly challenging and complex world. So whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, walking, washing your dishes or maybe just sitting there listening, let's make this a good investment of your time. And in fact, investment is a very appropriate word about the subject we're going to talk about today. I was recently invited to speak at a financial institution on the subject, believe it or not, of how faith and prayer can enhance mental health. Yeah, I was surprised as well uh, that I should get invited by this institution that's all about money to talk about faith and prayer enhancing mental health. But I got it and um, it was a great privilege to go. Um, And so I'm going to sort of give you a, a sort of background i'm going to give you a summary of that talk with some additional reflections and thoughts but let's just go back to this issue money prayer mental health that might seem sound seem like an unusual combination until you realize there's a huge amount in the biblical scripture on money and i think the people from this financial institution realize that and that's why they invited me to speak so as i said this podcast gives the main content of that talk with some additional reflections Now, in case you didn't know, there are approximately 500 verses in the Bible on prayer, and another 500 on faith. However, when it comes to money and possessions, believe it or not, there are a staggering 2,350 verses. And apparently, 15% of Jesus' words are on money and possessions. And that's actually more than he spoke about heaven and hell. And of Jesus' 38 parables, 16, that's over 40% are about money. Now, We talk more about this and about the subject of money by itself on podcast number 11. And that's appropriately titled just Money. So if you want to look that up and listen to that, I think you'll be encouraged. But let's go back to this podcast. How can faith and prayer enhance mental health? Now, to summarize it, and if you you don't get anything else I say, then remember this. I can summarize by saying faith and prayer ultimately enhance mental health. When I'm able to delight in God for who he is, rather than what I can get out of him. I'll say that again because it's just so important. Faith and prayer enhance mental health when I can delight in God for who he is, rather than what I can get out of him. And if we're going to break it down even further from that one sentence, to break it down into one one word would be the word grace. You see, grace means undeserved mercy and favour. And when I truly understand grace, then that has a profound impact on my mental health. And the best way to try and convey that is with, with a story. Uh, let's just This is, all, this is a made-up story, so don't get too much into it, but just think about the emotions as I tell it to you. Imagine you come to my house to stay. Uh, I had to go out, and I left you in charge. And when I returned, you said to me, Sunil, while you were out, someone came to the door with a bill to pay, and I paid it. Now... The story so far, there's one vital bit of information I haven't told you, and that's lacking. Any ideas? Can you think what that is? Well, it's how much was the bill. If the bill was £1, £1 sterling, then that's hardly anything really, and it's, it's not even worth saying thank you for. But imagine if that bill was £20 billion, and you had the resources to pay it. Just think about it. How would that make me feel? I mean... If it was one pound, it's hardly worth saying thank you. But twenty billion? I mean, I'd I'd be completely blown away. I mean, I'd totally uh, indebted to you in every way. But you know, it gets even better if you just pay the twenty billion. You see, that deficit would bring me to zero. I'd be out of the twenty billion in the red, but I'd still be at zero. But grace is even more wonderful, more exciting, because not only do you pay the twenty billion pound bill you actually credit my my account with a further 20 billion and you buy me a new house as well now when i put it like that that this sounds incredibly crazy it sounds ludicrous but that's a little picture of what the bible seeks to convey about how grace impacts the mental health and and, and life of someone who understands what grace means so that's understanding a little bit about that's that's a summary if you like it's it prayer and faith enhance mental health when we really understand grace but let's break down some, some of the words we've used faith let's start with faith what do we mean by faith now in the new testament there's a book called the book of hebrews and in chapter 11 verse 1 faith is defined as confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see in other words faith is confidence in in an unseen future so Faith is actually an incredibly practical experience that we all have, we all know about. You have to have faith to just get on in this world. I mean, faith to, to sit down on, on a chair to believe that it, it's, it's not going to break if you sit on it. But as I mentioned, this was a talk at a financial institution. So let's use money as an example of that. Now, all notes in the UK, and as far as I know, all around the world have the words, and you, you might want to go and check this on one of your notes, they, they say something along the words, I promise to pay the bearer on demand the sum of and so in England it's the sum of £5, £10, £20 or £50 so currency is given and used as an act of faith or confidence that those bits of paper are actually worth something. Now I learned that the hard way back in, two, in 2017 with the Indian rupee. So You know, as you may know, I go to India regularly and uh, on one of my trips I had about 2,500 rupee notes. They're about, in today's currency, about five pounds worth. Um, And I had about 20 notes when I returned uh, from India in the first half of 2016. Now, in November 2016, those 500 rupee notes were quickly removed from circulation. And in three months, because of the wisdom of the Indian, Indian government, they became worthless. So when I got back to India, and obviously I'd put these notes away somewhere and I'd completely forgotten about them until I had to go back to India in September 2017. And when I went to India in September 2017, I quickly found out that no person, no shop and no bank would accept those notes. So my faith in those notes, even though they said I promised to pay the bearer on demand the sum of 500 rupees, my faith was completely misplaced. There was no confidence in those words. I had misplaced faith and confidence, and so I was disappointed. Now, thankfully, I only had 20 of those notes. If I had 20,000, as some people in India did, then that would have had a quite a severe effect on my mental health. So we can say faith enhances mental health when it's based on something that is reliable and dependable. It's what your faith is in. Okay, That's how faith enhances mental health. Now, what about prayer? Now, prayer is a big subject. Prayer is the means by which we communicate with the holy, transcendent God of the universe. It's a deep mystery that we can only partially understand. So, prayer is talking to God, but it's much more than that. Prayer is asking God for things, but it's also so much more than that as well. Prayer in its highest form is delight. I delight in someone or something when I enjoy it for what it is, and not just for what I can get out of it. And, you know, in this life we look to so many other things to bring us delight. The big three in our society, um, generally, wherever you go around the world, are, surprise, surprise, money, sex, and power. But there are infinite variations on, on those big three. It's that thing at the end of the sentence when you say to yourself, I know my life will be complete. I know I will have arrived. I will know I will finally be happy when I have or I get dot, dot, dot. You just fill in the blank, whatever that is for you. And often those things we think will satisfy somewhere sooner or later, disappoint or don't live up to all we'd hoped for and longed for. Now, again, we go more into this um, in a conversation uh, on podcast 32 and 33 on how to know joy when life feels tough. And practical ways to find joy through disappointment. So I encourage you to do to, to podcasts 32 and 33 if you want to explore that um, in, in more detail. So faith and prayer are intimately linked. Now according to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 we are told, Without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. I'll repeat that again. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who who earnestly seek him. So faith is dependent on what your confidence is in. When I'm confident that God hears my prayers and rewards me for coming to him, then I can find peace and rest, that my needs will ultimately be met. That's a good way of enhancing my mental health. So we talk about faith, we talk about prayer, but what is mental health? What do we actually mean? Now, that's not as easy a question to answer as you might think. Much more time and attention is given to mental illness than mental health. And we know, intuitively, that mental health is not just the opposite of mental illness. You know, every one of us experiences periods of better or worse mental health in our lives. You know, on any one day, we can be anywhere between struggling to just coping to maybe even thriving. Uh, you ought to use a swimming analogy. We can feel like that at times being anywhere between drowning or just floating to confidently swimming through the challenges of life if you want more on the confident swimming uh, in life do listen to podcast number 13 on how to grow in resilience and we talk about that more there but let's get back to mental health i came across the seven indicators of positive mental health and just as you listen to them think about how much you resonate with them about when you're doing well in your life so the first one is having a sense of your own well-being that is feeling good about yourself the second is valuing and accepting yourself without a sense of shame and self-doubt. Then the third one is judging yourself from realistic standards, not thinking too highly or too lowly of yourself. And fourth, expressing and feeling a range of emotions. Fifth, engaging with the world around you, so interacting with those who you care about. Sixth, feeling that your time is spent productively. And seven, coping with day-to-day stresses and uncertainty. So, mental health is not the opposite of mental illness. We know a lot about mental illness and dysfunction, such as depression, schizophrenia, stress and burnout, for example. But mental health, as I said, gets harder to define. Health is not the opposite of illness. It's, it's qualitatively different. The em- absence of mental illness does not necessarily mean that you are mentally healthy. The writer Thoreau wrote in the 19th century, The mass of men live lives of quiet desperation, referring to a, a sense of emptiness and lack of purpose. And our secular technolo- technological world promises much but fails often bring in that lasting peace and satisfaction that we all long for. And again, I refer you back to podcasts 32 and 33 um, where we talk about ha- how to know joy when life feels tough and practical ways to find joy through um, uh, just disappointment. That's that's mainly with the, with the book author John Hindley uh, on his book, Dealing with Disappointment. But the highest form of mental health is to use an, an originally Jewish word that was taken up by Christ and the early Christians which was called it's the word shalom it's not a word we use much in everyday language but shalom is complete well-being in body, mind and spirit or you could say absolute fullness in every dimension of your being now disciples of Christ believe prayer enhances mental health when I understand I am completely accepted and loved not on the basis of what I do but on the basis of what Christ has done for me on the cross. And we talk more about that in podcast number seven on religion. So you can look at that more. But just to summarize that, see, trusting in Christ by faith also brings confidence because I know that God listens to me and hears me because of the perfect work that Jesus did on the cross and not my own imperfect record. See, the, the danger in trusting in my own goodness or performance is that on days I'm doing really well, I can become proud and conceited. Well, on days I'm doing badly, I can become depressed, despondent, and deflated. So faith in Christ works. Faith in Christ work on the cross gives me a humble confidence or a bold humility that God listens to me and accepts me not because of my fickle performance, but on Christ's finished and complete work. That can lead to delights. I understand how much I'm loved and how, in spite of all the ways I've failed and disappointed Him, He chose to die on the cross for me. I love how the how the writer Randy Alcorn. Um, summarises how faith and prayer ultimately enhance mental health. He says, it's when I realise that all your life you've been on a treasure hunt. You've been searching for a perfect person and a perfect place. Jesus is that person. Heaven is that place. Now when that grips me to the core, then I begin on the path to shalom. I begin to delight in God for who he is and what he has done for me in Christ. I'm on the path to the highest form of mental health. As I said, that's shalom. And the word shalom means richness, fullness, multidimensional thriving and satisfaction. Just think about that. richness, fullness, multidimensional thriving and satisfaction. The rich simplicity of being who you are before God. It's the highest form of well-being. Another writer, Eugene Peterson, puts it, shalom a peace is one of the richest words in the Bible. You can no more define it by looking up its meaning in the, in the dictionary than you can define a person by his or her social security number. It gathers all aspects of wholeness that result from God's will being completed in us. It is the work of God that when complete releases streams of living water in us and pulsates eternal life. Every time Jesus healed, forgave or called someone, we have a demonstration of shalom. With that, that's an appropriate way to end with Jesus' words to the Samaritan woman who was desperate for wholeness in her life. In John chapter 4, Jesus talks of giving living water that will completely satisfy and even well up in our souls to eternal life. That is the ultimate experience of how prayer and faith can enhance mental health. And as I finish, I just want to say, is that your experience? Have you tasted this well-being? You can taste it for the first time or continue to experience it forever, no matter what challenges you're facing. Now that is a wonderful promise. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com and could you do us a favor head over to itunes to rate the program this is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most also do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to don't forget to check out the blog for more great content that's drsunil.com helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world. Until next time, goodbye for now.